So we have this very conflicted, you know, relationship with enemy because we look at words like a war negative connotation. It's a bad thing. Enemy, oh, it's a negative thing. It's a bad thing. We look at these words and we're uncomfortable. Even when you were talking about uh, initially a word in, in our faith where suicide and all that stuff, the way they would explain it and fear and all that stuff. But for me, every level I've gone, I've had to choose my enemies wisely. And if I've chosen the right enemies, it's brought out the best in me. If I choose the wrong enemies, it's brought out the worst in me. I know for a fact when I chose the wrong enemy because it makes me look back mm. and it makes me go look at the bitter side and I resent and I'm living in regret and those are not the right enemies. Then I know I'm choosing an enemy that's a different target. I'm like, got it. Why the hell am I fighting you? You're my wife. Why are we fighting? You're not the enemy. Mm. Why are we fighting? You're not the enemy. What are we doing here? I don't want to fight you. That's the enemy. So these are different moments. And I remember I was 24, 25 years old. We went to an Assyrian Christmas party. It's December 24th Eve. We're there, family I love, but we're at this party. And my dad is there. I'm a nobody at this time. I'm 24 years old. I'm in debt $49,000. Just got out of an ugly relationship. Girl, I'm going to marry. Didn't work out. I lost my expedition. I'm driving a Ford Focus right now. I barely fit in this Ford Focus. I was big in the Hollywood scene, big in the Vegas scene. I used to go to Pimps and Hoes. I used to go to Garden of Eden, Century Club, Dublin's. I'm that guy. You want to party with me? You want to go out with me and have, boom, rock bottom. No one wants to party with me. I don't have money for notes. Ladies night, I got nothing going on for myself right now financially. So we go out, and my dad's having heart attacks. And this one guy at this Christmas party disrespects my dad and makes a condescending comment that, by the way, it was so innocent, it's not even funny. It was so innocent, what he says to my dad. But you said it in front of me. Mm. And I took it as I've given you permission to talk to my dad in front of me that way, and that's my fault. I said, no problem. May I ask what he said? I don't want to say it because he's going to know who he is. I've never disclosed it. He knows who this is. If we beep it, so I could just be... Let me I'll tell you privately when the camera's off. So anyway, so this guy says what he says. And then, you know, I look at him and I'm just fuming. I'm on fire inside. And I'm holding myself. I said, Pop, Dad, we got to go. He says, Mumarit. I said, I'm not staying here. We got to go. No, you're here with me. I'm your dad. I said, no, I'm the driver. We're going home. I'm not coming. We got to go. We're not staying here. So we're getting into, you know how you're uncomfortable. You don't want people to know you're arguing. He said, I said, I'm telling you, we're leaving. I'm telling you right now, we're leaving. We get in the car. Most uncomfortable walk telling me, who do you think you are? You're in front of my family. Why are you doing this kind of stuff? I said, no one is going to disrespect you ever again. I said, I'm going to make a promise to you right now. The world is going to know your last name and how incredible of a father you've been to me. They're going to have to kill me. They're going to know who you are. Done. We're in the car for 30 minutes from Glendale to Granada Hills. We're fighting. 30 minutes. I call Paulette, my sister. She comes to the house. And I call Siomak, 